Sumerians too. Sumerian brothers too. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Friends Who Like Stuff podcast, the podcast where we talk to friends about the stuff we like. I'm John. And I'm James. And each week we'll dive into a new topic or theme, whether it's movies, music, sports, or video games, and we'll share our thoughts, experiences, and insights. This week we're talking about retro gaming. And we also have a rotating third host joining us, bringing their own perspectives and adding to the conversation. This week it's our dear friend who also likes stuff... Josh. Hey, Welcome Josh. Back, Josh. It's great to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Well, let's jump right into this. I know we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Before we even talk about retro gaming, though, we have to know what retro gaming is. What what makes gaming retro, Josh? I think for the sake of this episode, we're going to say any generation of gaming that began 20 years ago. So that is going to be PlayStation 2, Nintendo GameCube, Original Xbox and older would kind of classify as your retro games. Gotcha. Cool. I, I, I think there's certainly some people who are now are beginning to classify Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and Nintendo Wii as as retro. I don't think they've quite it's it's sort of like you you kind of have to feel it out whenever it becomes uh-huh. retro for me, and I'll probably talk a little bit more about this later, but any generation that had an HDMI port does not feel retro right now, which the <laughs> Nintendo Wii didn't have an HDMI port, but... Yeah, I was just wondering that. So retro, I had to look up what retro meant, and it's basically just like imitating something from the recent past. So that didn't really give just a whole bunch of insight. No. I guess the more correct term would be like vintage, but... Gotcha. Retro it sound is, as good, though. No, it doesn't. And, and retro is extremely popular with the with the retro community. So why are retro games so cool? I think, man, I, I think when it comes to gaming, part of it is the nostalgia. Every game that you buy is going to be digital for the most part. And retro gaming has no concept of anything digital. It's all hard copies of things. It's all... Discs, cartridges. I mean, the, the PS2, and I think the uh, I think the Xbox in particular did online gaming. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's when that really started. I think the Xbox in particular made it popular. But everything about retro gaming, especially when you get into multiplayer games, is all about a community experience. Like it's everybody come sit on the couch together. Let's play this game together. I'm excited to introduce my kids to a little bit of retro gaming. Yeah. Some some of the the stuff that I grew up with. So they may not get the nostalgia out of it, but hopefully the these younger generations can still go back and appreciate it in some way. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's cool. Gaming was a lot simpler. The input the inputs alone were just <laughs> parsed down. On on Saturday we played Tecmo Bowl. And that is a game I had never played before. And trying to play that after playing Madden for so many years is <laughs> very different. I tried to use Bo Jackson and it didn't work for me very well. I still beat a child, but I don't think it would have been another <laughs> What about you, James? Why do you like retro things? I'm not into retro games because I'm into retro games. 
the games that I play are games that I am nostalgic about because I am of an age where I was playing those as a child. I am, I'm very rarely playing games that I didn't already play back then. I am reliving those games. There are multiple avenues to play these older games. So how do you currently play most of your retro games? Um, so there's a there's a couple ways that I do it. I think my favorite way to play them is on that cathode ray tube television right there. Back in really, I think 2022, maybe maybe 2021, I got bit by the bug of just like, I want to start collecting old game systems. I want to start playing them. And part of that was when I first started playing them, I would throw them on like a modern television and they looked awful. They just looked <laughs> terrible. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, you know, I wonder if I could find like an old television to play these old games on. And I found one at a retro game store and it's not the one that I have now, but it was like a, I want to say like a, 27 inch CRT television. And I, I think the first game that I played was uh, uh, Metroid Prime on the GameCube. And it looked fabulous. It looked so much better on that because it was designed to be played on that type of television. Yep. And so I eventually got rid of that television because it was so ungodly heavy. Uh, and I got a, I got a smaller one that has a VHS combo. And the best part about these TVs is that you can, if you're patient, like you can find somebody trying to get rid of theirs for 20 bucks, 15 bucks, 10 bucks for free. And mm -hmm. it's great. The other way that I've played them, I purchased an old Game Boy Advance a couple years ago and I modded it and put a nice. uh, backlight screen on it and everything. And I love doing that. And then for Christmas, my wife was very sweet and got me a handheld emulator that Ooh. has like 2000 games on it or something. Most of them hot garbage, but uh, <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them are pretty great. I've also ordered one other system that will be coming in sometime this year. I still don't have a, a concrete delivery date yet, but uh, there's a company called analog that has made high-end systems to play your your old games and oh, cool. uh there's a the analog pocket i pre-ordered that at the end of december um and so that'll get in sometime and it's just a it looks like a like a hd game boy it just looks mm -hmm. it's very cool so i have a couple different ways that i play retro games. The first one is my Game Boy SP. That's my go-to. One way that I'm trying to get Finn to like get excited about reading, he, he can read some words and I don't expect him to be able to read well for a few years, but right now he is super into Pokemon. Like he's never watched the show, nothing. I just, I 3D print little Pokemon for him and he has some stuffed Pokemon toys and for some reason, he just latched onto it. And so I'm really excited. I told him there is a Pokemon game that he gets to play. And so I am going to keep my fire red um, Good. with all, everything that I've had. <laughs> yes. But I also have a leaf green yeah, so that he can start his own journey whenever that happens. And I'm really excited about that. And then the other one, which we've started dabbling on, is the N64. 
good. Yoshi's story is one of the ones that I can just let him go at it and play until he's so frustrated he wants to quit. <laughs> he's he's not great at it yet. It's the classic N64 problem where the joystick is just not in a great location. Yeah. And so he has problems with aiming like licks mm-hmm. and aiming his egg throws. And so that's the big barrier right now for for him. He can he can navigate through, especially when he's just avoiding like the shy guys and stuff. In order to like beat a level, he's going to have to start aiming some licks and and some egg throws. Those are probably the main two ways that we retro game. We also have a Wii that I haven't broken out yet. I just realized I think I have Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Snap for N64. I'll have to yeah, Dig Pokemon Snap might be right up Fen's alley. Yeah, maybe that so. one's that's not a I that's not a complicated one. I love Pokemon Snap. Loved it. It was so fun. So does Josh. I <laughs> I didn't. I never I never got it. Not like I did never own it. It was one of those mm-hmm. like whenever I played it, I was like, okay, so what did we accomplish? <laughs> pictures, Josh. Come on, I man. know. I know. <laughs> I do love me some some Nintendo, not quite as retro as I think James is thinking, but... I mean, sure, I go back to NES and even... I mean, we had an Atari back when they were still making Atari. Oh, man. But, so, I still have a lot of my old systems. I don't have all of them, but I never play on them. They're just stored. And so, most of... The way that I play my older games is through, like Nintendo, the eStore. If you subscribe to Nintendo Online, they have a, a bunch of NES and Super NES games. And so I've I've played that on the Switch quite a bit. And that's probably where I do most of my retro gaming. And since we're including PS2 into this, even though some of these games themselves are not 20 years old, I, I love finding ps2 games digitally on the playstation store oh yeah and playing yeah. through those i've played through dark cloud and dark cloud 2 probably four times in the last two years because i love it and so i'll find i'll find a bunch of those games as well that's awesome whenever y'all go back and are playing you're the games that you play retro games are they typically on systems that you i mean james you kind of just answered this on systems that you had before or they are the games that you're drawn to in retro gaming game games that maybe you didn't play or maybe you were you saw but and really wanted to play but maybe you didn't have that system for me the first like one of the first purchases i made whenever i started getting into collecting old systems was a gamecube because i I, I didn't have one growing up, and mm-hmm. I really, really wanted to play through Metroid Prime and Metroid Prime 2. And so I got a GameCube, and then pretty immediately after on eBay, I got a, a Metroid Prime. I also was super patient and waited around for somebody to sell a Super Nintendo on Facebook Marketplace and found mm-hmm. somebody who was looking to get rid of theirs for like 40 bucks, which was a great deal. Mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, didn't have a GameCube. I've also bought a PS2, and then I got a Sega Genesis, which I completely missed out on mm-hmm. growing up. I've had a couple opportunities to buy 
an NES, but it didn't work out. But it's a lot of going back and experiencing systems that I didn't get to play. And fortunately, yeah. when I married my wife, I married into a Nintendo 64. And so we've, we've played some <laughs> of that. So, mm-hmm. It's been nice. Classic. Yeah. The I best. do. I would say if anybody is listening to this and wants to get into it, your best friend is going to be eBay and Facebook Marketplace. Your local retro gaming stores are fine. They're going to jack prices up. They're in it to make a profit. But Facebook Marketplace and eBay, they're great. Use price charting to figure out if you're getting a good deal or not. John, do you know about how much your Fire Red and Leaf Green are worth? I have no idea. How much are they worth? A bunch? They're they're worth about $90 each. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I got... have two Fire Reds, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh, you brought a question too. Yes. What retro game would you want ported to a modern system that is not currently on a modern system? So this one was a little bit tough because there are a lot of old games that I love, but part of their charm is how they play in 8-bit and in 16-bit. Right. So like my favorite game, y'all know, is Mike Tyson's punch out. I do not mm-hmm. want a modern version of, of, of Mike Tyson's punch out. Well, but it, when I, when I'm talking about, I'm talking about a port, like not, okay, you're, okay so you're not talking about not a, a remastered or a remake oh. or anything. I'm talking about like, what would you like to be able to play on your modern system? But maybe that's another good one. What would you like remade as well? Okay. I did. Uh, you, you completely said port and I went. You're okay with, with the remake. This is good. This is good too. I think you have an answer prepared for this one. So I do have an answer prepared for that one. I was going <laughs> to say Star Fox. Oh Ooh. yes, Star Fox for the Super Nintendo or the, Star the Fox 64. 64. Okay, I love that game. Did you? Side note: Did you ever get to the, like the the secret side planet one? Like, did you get all of the pathways of the planet on S- Star Fox 64? Like on certain levels, you can do like a little secret thing and it t- instead of taking you like on this path which is like the normal path it takes you like this way i think sometimes it has to do with like saving falco or saving yeah it, it like or like taking out a particular enemy. different enemy yeah. we were real into that for star fox 64 oh that's when cheat code Ce- cheat code central guys do you remember cheat code central i didn't do cheat code central i think mine was just cheatcodes.com that was a big nostalgia ding in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Cheat Code Central. That's where it was at. The CCC. What about you, John? I have one real answer and one goofy answer. <laughs> um, you're going to think my real answer was my goofy answer, but my real answer truly is Space Station, Space Station Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. <laughs> it is a game that I played very little of, but I watched so much of because my cousins had it and played it. And they all took turns, and I, I didn't as much. <laughs> but it looks really fun. You're basically this tiny little computer chip, and well, you're you start out as a robot, but your robot body breaks, and so then you're just this little computer chip, and uh, you're trying to make your way through this space station. That whenever it started 999 years ago, it was kind of like an, a space arc had all these different animals but after all this time 
these animals change or they meld with the robots on the ship kind of and so you hear this tiny little computer chip that gets to go around and kind of take control of these animals and solve different puzzles i think i've explained it on the show before so i won't go into it too long so that that's my real answer and that was on the n64 my fun answer is an xbox game that you got a burger king called Sneak oh, King. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, oh yes, 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 yes. Sneak King. Uh, you are you are a <laughs> you Burger are king, king guy. You're the king. And you have to sneak around and deliver burgers to hungry people. And you try not to get caught. And it is so much fun. In fact, <laughs> it was so much fun that in high school and college I would pretend I was the king from Sneak King and I'd sneak up on people and I'd present them with a flourish bow and present them their burger. <laughs> and so yeah. I this this answer is mainly because my wife keeps asking for it. And it really would be like this is one that I would love to be able to like take with me, but it is insane to me that there is not a switch port for Zelda Wind Waker. That feels like Ooh. such a slam dunk. It is Yeah. It's it's nuts that it hasn't happened yet. Another answer that I would have said, but it actually got remedied about a month ago, was Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime is actually now on Nintendo Switch. It's a remaster, and I really I really hope they do a remaster for Metroid Prime 2 because I've never played that one because that one is very hard to get and extremely uh -huh. expensive. Metroid Prime is not as hard to get. Would you rather have a pause button for your life or a rewind button for your life? I think I'd rather do rewind. I think the ability to go back. Is there is there limitations on how far I can go back? Like, are we talking really? like, oh, okay, okay. No, then you, can, you just, then... you've always had this ability. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go rewind, I think. Okay. Because the ability to, to go back and get myself out of an awkward situation, just be like, hang on, wait a minute. That's not what I need to say. Let me... <laughs> I'm just going to try this one more time. Let me, yep, I'll fix that. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I the pause thing is something that I have always wished that had yeah, because like, because I'm such a procrastinator, I would be coming up against a deadline for something, and was like, pause it. Let me take care of this now. Pause here. It is. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I am. But the rewind is also great. Well, you, but with the rewind, you you might run into some things that are those cornerstone events. Mm -hmm. You know, the you ones might. that have that change your life and and alter your decision making and. Are you going to redo those? Right. And you you gonna... How do you know which ones are the ones that do that? Well, you could also treat it like, like about time does and just choose to live every day twice, which is really pretty interesting way to do that. Yeah. No, don't, don't change, don't change anything. You get just... really good at piano. Yeah, that's true. I'd, I'd heard an interesting question not too long ago. Someone asked, if you had the ability, would you go back to your childhood and be able to retain everything that you know? Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot. 
<laughs> Me too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to mess anything up. Yeah, you don't want to butterfly affect it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking is you're going to butterfly affect it. One little decision and then your best friend is in a wheelchair without any legs. Play a game with me, would you? Can you tell me what is significant about the game Rally X? I cannot. It, X stands for 10 in uh, Roman numerals. It was released in 1980 by Namco. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will help. It was the first game with music. It was the first game with continuous melodic background music. Yes. Uh, the, the choice to include the music meant that it had to be coded in. And so that was that was new to this whole thing. Um, but not long after, just about every game made has had music. And so I have taken around 10 seconds of music from the title screens okay, gotcha. of some games. And I want you to name the game. Okay. And as a hint, think pre-Y2K. I am going to be so bad at this. I don't know. There is a Wordle version of video game music, and it was next to impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, these these are going to be more recognizable. I I think you'll get most of them. You probably won't get all of them. Okay. Okay. Number one. Josh, you buzzed in so fast. I'm pretty sure that's Ocarina of Time. It is Ocarina of Time. Okay. Number two. I was going to say the same thing, actually. So oh, well, I'm good. Glad. Well, not that I get the good, point, good but I you. do feel better that I ended up getting it. That, that makes <laughs> me have a little bit more hope for this game. Cool. Josh, it took a little bit longer this time, but I think you yeah, got it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I, I want to say it's, I know this is not correct, but I want to say it's Donkey Kong Country. It is not. John, what do you think it I was, is? I was going to say Diddy Kong Racing. You were closer. It is Super Mario Kart. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, the, the, okay. The very first Mario Kart game. And still probably my favorite game. The one that was released on the Super Nintendo. Though 64 is great. Next one. John, you came in first. I'm going to take a guess and say Star Fox 64. It is not. Okay. I'm going to say Starcraft. It's Final Fantasy 7. It sounded spacey. I I love Starcraft though. I don't It's hard to think of PC games as retro though, even yeah. though that fits. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the same time frame. Yeah, but... and you can get all of those on Steam anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's they are still so extremely accessible. Yeah. But boy, do I love the StarCraft games and WarCraft games. Number four. What do you think, John? Was that um, 
Super Mario? It was not. Oh. Josh? I was going to say Super Mario Brothers 2. 2, the second one, not not the first one. Oh, was it? Nope. It was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. My favorite game ever. Yeah, I I didn't expect y'all to get that one. (laughs) Five. Josh, that was a quick buzz in. I well, I'm not confident in this one, but I'm I I have a better feeling than I've had in several. I think it's a Street Fighter. It is not. Okay, John, do you have a guess? Donkey Kong. I don't know. Mortal Kombat. Oh, I was on close the, on the console. Dang. It was not the arcade music. Here's another one that uh, I think you should get. Josh, it was uh, so so quick. This is this is Zelda. This is Zelda for NES. So I I I mean, do I need to say the right one? I want to say like Link to the Past. I guess it's not a Link to the Past, but it is Zelda. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. It's Zelda on the NES. The it is the Legend of Zelda. Oh, just the Legend of Zelda. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next. John, you buzzed in first. Is that Luigi's Mansion? It is not. Okay. That's what it is. It's a little creepy. Um, is it is it Earthbound? It's Metroid. Oh, okay. Come not on, Super gosh. Metroid. I've never played Metroid. I've played Super Metroid. Okay. I haven't played Metroid. Gotcha. That one reminded me of the moon music from DuckTales. Mm, yes. Which, Speaking of a game that was ported over the the day that it came out on the PS4, the the remake of DuckTales, I I bought that and played through that. (laughs) Next. You're not going to get this one. Just saying. John. Is that Goldeneye? It is not. Josh. Okay. Is it Castlevania? It is Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Oh, geez. One of your favorites. I thought you were yeah, joking. I love you it. said you were not going to get this. And so I went with the most obvious that I could think of. <laughs> no, I was not joking. <laughs> this is a fun one. Josh, what is this fun one? I have no idea. I'm going to take a guess at something that I know isn't the right answer. <laughs> is this is this Shaq Fu? <laughs> no, but that would be fun. No, I went. I I only went with good games, and I went with well known okay. games. Th- okay. These these are all well known, well loved, uh, highly regarded games. Yeah. Shaq Fu is not highly regarded. This was Parappa the Rapper. I was, oh man, I was going to, oh shoot. I was going to say that. (laughs) (sighs) I wasn't, I wasn't going to say that. I've never even heard that in my life. Those would be new things in my, in my brain. 
You don't even know who Parappa the Rapper is? I bet you would recognize him. I bet you would. Maybe so. Yeah. But, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a rhythm game on the PS1. A rapping game. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, quick buzzers ready. Josh, that's Pokemon. That is Pokemon, specifically uh, red, blue. red, blue. Go for it, Josh. Is that Mega Man X? It is not Mega Man. <sighs> it is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you're excited about this one, Josh. Yeah, that's Spyro. Oh, it is Spyro. That's what yeah. I was going to guess if I had to guess one because of the roar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's the only reason Spyro's... I wouldn't even know it. Spyro's great. I My first experience with that game, I don't think... Well, that's not true. I did eventually own it. But I played a demo version of that game for so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the store gosh. or what? No, it was like uh, when we first when we got our PlayStation, it came with like this little disc that had like, yeah, 20 demos on there. And like half of them were just like trailers for games, but 10 of them were were like playable, like one or two level demos. I remember that. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) All right. Next one. Joshua. Is this a is this uh like Super Mario Brothers 3? Oh, so close. Dang. 2. Super Mario It is two. Super Mario Brothers Super 2. Mario Brothers two. <laughs> so close. I knew you were going to have quick fingers on this one. Yeah, that's Crash Bandicoot. That was the first video game we ever had for the PlayStation. What is it, Josh? I buzzed in and I I know it and I cannot think of the name of the game. Uh I wanna say it's I wanna say it's like Kirby. It is not Kirby. No, it's Pico Park. Does that help? Was that, that came, Pico Park? That comes, that comes right after. No, it was not Pico Park. Oh. Pico Park's not retro. Or not, uh, I not know. pre-white. I know, I know, but I have no idea. Uh-uh. Is that, well, but, is, it Don- is it Donkey Kong Country? It is Donkey Kong Country. Okay, that's what it was. Jeez. I right, got one more for you, and this one's a little bit longer.
That this, this isn't a trick question, Josh. I've I recognize that I recognize that theme so much. I want to I, I want to say it's like Star Trek, but that's not it. It's not, uh, but it is something that we play a lot. Just recently had an episode about. Oh, is that uh, the Destiny theme song? But it is. 8-bit? Okay, it's a okay. Chip tune version of Destiny. Okay, cool. That's hilarious. I was wondering why it sounded so familiar. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Starting with Pac-Man and continuing to this very day, the power-up is a vital aspect to minigames. It gives the player temporary power to help them meet their goals. So for today's draft, we are going to get violent and we will be drafting power-ups to help us defeat each other in a street fight. Begin. I won the roll, so I get to go first. And I, I am torn between two. I know the other one will not get back to me. Hang on. Do we want to do we want to like clarify like what we mean by power up? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Josh. So basically a power up is anything. It's it's an item that gets consumed. It doesn't have to be like eaten or anything like that, but it, it is it is something that is consumed upon use and grants the user a temporary increase in power, strength, defensive abilities, agility, whatever. It's it's not supposed to be something permanent. It's supposed to be something just like, hey, you have this for a little bit. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So no Green Lantern rings, but Super Mario mushrooms are great. Right. So I think I've made up my mind while you were talking about that. I have a print that one of my favorite current artists uh, made called mm. Blue Prophecy. And it is a picture that Scott Johnson drew of the blue shell from the Mario Kart games. It has a little bit of blood on it. And below it is uh, the verse from the Bible. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Whenever you're playing Mario Kart, you know that blue shell's coming after you because you're in first place. You dread it. But when you have the blue shell, you feel invincible. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the blue shell. I will say... That the blue shell is typically coded to be <laughs> be for somebody who is in last place or close to last place. I don't care. It's a power <laughs> up that uh, you're right. You're right. No, I no, no. Want. You're right. It doesn't matter how you're it's right. coded. Yeah. It, That's in, true. In my street fight, one of you is going to get the blue shell. Yeah. Because you will okay. be okay. <laughs> this next one's going to be real easy for me. Uh, Starman, I'm picking up the I'm picking up the star from Mario. I am going to be invincible. And not only that, if I touch you, you're, you're gone. So, uh, you can have the blue shell. That's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to use the star and just not have to worry about it. I'm, I'm going to avoid you because it's very <laughs> short. It is very short. We have until the length of the song is over. Okay. John, I have a question for you. What's up? Are you feeling lucky? What? <laughs> because <laughs> my first round draft pick for power-ups is not going to be from a video game. It is going to be from a book. I'm going to use Felix Felicis <gasps> from Harry Potter. I thought that was going to get back to me. <laughs> I thought it was going to get back to me. I thought, I I thought everybody's so... going to be thinking about attack and defense. Everybody's going <sighs> to think about that. Yes. So I need to pick up that one first, and then I can come in with like, 
okay, now that I have the good stuff, <sighs> I'm going to use this potion. Oh, yeah. dang it. Yeah. That's yeah. a good pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Felix Felice is the, uh, the, the lucky potion. Uh, feeling pretty good, good about that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, and for my, and since we're snaking, right? Yep. yep. Okay. 13. All right. Okay. Uh, my top two are still here, which is great. My second pick is somewhat akin to yours, John, in that, again, not necessarily from a video game, but I'm going to use Popeye's spinach for my second pick. I can dig it. That's pretty great. Again, but, uh, that's but, probably that's probably better than the first one. Popeye's spinach. The, the issue is that I think the same issue with the superstar is that I have until Popeye's theme song is over <laughs> for me to use it. But... <laughs> But you know what? I'm probably going to pick it at the opportune time since I'm feeling so lucky. Yeah. There you go. John, it's back to you. Man, I. This is tough because this is this is going a little bit different than I thought it would. I think. Let's see. So I'm invincible right now. I think I'm going to pick up uh, Sonic Speed Shoes for my second pick. Okay. So that I can zip around. Hopefully, I can kind of kind of get those together, because um, then I'd be super fast. Because the star in at least Mario Kart gets faster too. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick up Sonic's. That's that's some good synergy. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to remain in Mario Land for this one. Uh huh. I am going to pick up the extra life mushroom because I'm going to need it between Popeye and the star. I will need my extra life. And then I am going to take, it might not be the most fun of Mario's power-ups, but it is the coolest and most useful in battle. And that is the flame flower. Mm. That's a good one. And it's two power-ups in one. Yeah, it's a because it's also get, the super mushroom. Bigger, yeah, you get bigger if you pick it up. Dang, that's a good one. <sighs> Boy, my turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I have speed, I have invincibility, but now I need a little bit of uh, insurance, an insurance policy, just to make sure that if something goes wrong, I can come back from it. And so I'm gonna grab a uh, senzu bean. From Dragon. oh, great! And I'm going to great. I'm going pick. to be able to recover all of my strength, even like from the precipice of death, and be able to continue on fighting. All right, I am going to pick. I'm going to pick the cape, the the feather, the feather from okay Super Mario World. Yes. And then to regain a little health in case things go sideways, I'm going to pick up pizza from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> franchise. Nice. Solid. Solid. That's fun. This has been a good draft. It has been. I'm trying to decide if I should just vary it, like vary all my picks, or whether I should just cheat a little bit. I don't know. I'm going to go with Pim Particles. I'm going to go with pin particles so I can change my size and shape. It is a consumable. I will, it, I'll likely only have 
maybe one. And so I might only be able to change if we're, if we're talking about, I only get like one of the items, right? It's a consumable and it grants you that unless we're saying that that wouldn't be a temporary thing. Uh, I, it's, it's one of those ones that I was pushing the boundary. I could argue it either way because the particles themselves are consumable, but they do require a suit. I'm going to, I'll just change it to make, to take it. Cause you're, you're right. Um, I'm just going to say, uh, the metal box. Oh, from, from Super Mario. That's a good one. I'm going to become a, a metal, metal John. Uh, There's it. one that I had that I re- I'll, I'll mention it during honorable mentions, but it's really pushing the boundary. I mean, I'm, I'm inclined to give you pimp particles if you want. No, it's Josh okay. Would... It, it's not because the more I think about it, the more I realize e- even if I didn't have the suit, I'm stuck like that. And so that would take away the temporariness. So I'm okay not doing it. I'm good with with my pick of the metal box. Okay. I think Pretty he would. I, I, I think he wants you to give up the metal box. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I don't because uh, I already knew what my fourth one was going to be because I was assuming that none of y'all would pick it. So I knew it would be safe. Josh, you have spinach, which gives you super strength, gives you the big old <laughs> arms. I'm just going to take the big old arms, period. And uh, I'm going to have Hulk hand power up from the movie Free Guy. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay nice. And uh, so it's still video game related, mm-hmm. but it's it's yeah, from a movie. That, that's a great movie to do the homework on. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. I couldn't take the shield, even though it was temporary. It was still an item, so it felt wrong. And I mean, it was a power up ish. Like he had to swipe mm-hmm. through in, in his glasses to get it. And, but but the whole hand that felt like a true power up. And yeah, he was doing some damage with it. It's pretty solid. But, yeah, this, this was fun. We this, may this have was to a fun one. We may have to pull this one back out and do it with with a, a big group too. Yeah, yeah. Because there are so many out there that we could we could do this again and all have different answers. Well. My my issue is that I was hunting for a a force field type power up and I could not. It's it's hard to research this because when you look up like best power ups, you're just like, hey, here's everything from Mario. And I'm like, well, I would, what, are, <laughs> right. what are the other ones that are out there? So I had considered it's not it's not a force field, um, but on my list is an overshield mm. or just a shield period from like the Doom games uh, or or. or, or uh, Health Fortnite. pack was, or yeah, or Fortnite. Yeah. Um, health pack was on my my list. Uh, very similar to your pizza. Would the uh, BFG from Doom be considered a power up? <laughs> no, it's a weapon. <laughs> well, but I, I I couldn't remember how it's used. Like I couldn't remember if it was something that you have to pick up and you can use once and then it's done. But so, what were some of y'all's honorable mentions? Some of the ones that were pretty great but didn't make the list for one what one reason or another so i have a list of six things written down i got four of them and the other two things on my list were health packs and shields oh, okay gotcha i almost want to go back and change one of mine since none of you mentioned it but yeah. don't you don't you wish you now had a rewind 
Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> Which is why I picked it earlier. Uh, the the final Smash Ball from Super Smash Brothers. Uh huh. Was... So I had that one too. My issue is that I would be competing with you, you guys, in order to and get I'm it. And I'm super fast. Well, and yeah. I'm lucky. That's true. So I don't know. Like that was that was one of those like this. It's a it's a risky pick because it can go uh-huh. either way. Like oh, absolutely. But then you could also get somebody could get it and then also have no idea how to use it. That's the other problem. Smash. I had two other items, two other pretty big items on my honorable mentions. Had I not gotten the uh, the Starman, I would have gotten uh, gone for the power pellet from Pac-Man. I thought about I thought about that one, too. And then when I was talking to Natalie about it, it was like, I don't know how much damage it actually does. Yeah, it, and I didn't. That was my main hang-up. Was I know it works on ghosts? Would it work on exactly? That's what I was about to say. We're not ghosts. Yeah, and I know that I would be invincible for a little bit, but I don't know how much damage it would do to you. Yeah, and then I had some just fun ones. Uh, well, actually, so I had two more um, that I it because we only had four picks. There's no way I could pick them all up. But the Chaos Emeralds from Sonic. The right. Dragon Balls from Dragon Ball Z. Like, you just don't have enough picks for them. Um, well, and, and I don't one, know... I don't know that the Dragon Balls really count as a... You use them and then they go... They yeah, go yes, so I didn't yes. Know it. Yeah. I, um, I thought about that one as, as well. And then I thought of one that was definitely probably breaking the rules the tactical nuke kill streak from call of duty <sighs> see i didn't know that's like truly like because i don't know if it's considered a power up i was my I, main thing so i think i would have let you have that one that kind of um, sounds like it because so like a super in destiny i don't think would count because it's like I, I don't know. I it just You can get it on a yeah, routine basis. You can get it on a routine basis. Uh the, the tactical nuke feels more in spirit with what a power up is. Yeah. It's I, I still don't think it was perfectly in line with what we were going for, so I didn't put it. Right. And then and one that would be really fun. Spec for the super. Yeah. 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 And then one that I thought would be really, really fun uh, is from the boys, Compound V. Oh. I thought that'd be really fun. But it's unpredictable. You don't know what power you're getting. That's true. And like ultimately you're doing damage to yourself. I know we don't we would only use it once during this fight, but still. Well, and it's almost I, I kind of feel like if we're that made me think of uh Dungeons and Dragons, a, a wild magic surge feels like a power up, mm. but it's a it's one of those like you don't know what you're gonna get, you don't know what spell you're using. So yeah, those are my honorable mentions and, and fun picks that I didn't think quite fit. Fun. Well, thanks for joining us, Josh. Of course, thanks for having me. Uh, this was so much fun. I love talking about retro gaming. I think I'm more into retro gaming than I am into actual current games there's something about the the physical interaction that you have with the with the system from from older from like n64 
and so on that we just don't have right now. I still love my PS5. I'm not giving that up, but right. But it's it's nice. Absolutely. So uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to uh, the Friends Who Like Stuff podcast and listening to our discussion about retro gaming. We hope you enjoyed hearing our opinions, uh, our insights, maybe discovered something new to check out. And don't forget to follow us on our social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatnot. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Let us know what you think. You can also email us at fwlspod at gmail.com. Join us next time as we dive into a new topic with another third rotating host. That is a funny way to say that. But until then, keep exploring and enjoying the stuff that you're passionate about. Thanks for being a friend who likes stuff. Another third rotating host? What am I doing? This is amateur (laughs) hour. (laughs) Bye. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I don't remember most of the things that I say. Did you know that I didn't burp until the seventh grade? <laughs>